he's not a myth. He's not a bird of legend. He's real. Real as raincoats. Talk about that bird of salesmanship. Oh, Jonathan Livingston's cell goal is flying. Spreading his wings wide like he spreads savings. Look at that wingspan, like a giant sail. And speaking of sail, salesmanship. Let me tell you, man, that bird, Jonathan Livingston Selgo, knows his name. He's got a heavy burden, man. He's got to carry all the smodco on his back. Feed him. Feed him so he can eat. Spitting that food back into my mouth and Jay's mouth like baby birds. Oh, the bird of salesmanship is flying, children. Look up. This week in Smodco, man, there's some here's some free shit you can check out. Let's start with that. We've come to the end of our season on Spoilers, our movie show, man, over at Hulu.com. Check out this uh, season finale. Hopefully not the series finale. Season finale uh, that's up right now. Uh, we see the Born Legacy, and I sit down and talk to Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. A wonderful interview, if I do say so by himself. And he plays a little song they wrote for his uh, his daughter. It's adorable, man. So peep that out. It's over at Hulu.com. Or, you know, if you go to Smodcast.com slash spoilers slash choose, then uh, we'll give you the links to go to the watch spoilers in the U.S. and watch it in Canada. Um, what else can I tell you about? New podcast that I'm involved in up this week. The ones that I've cut myself, had my hands all over. Brand new Babylon right now. You can listen to it. Uh, you can peep out clips from that same brand new Babylon with me and Ralph Garman. Uh, YouTube slash loud, the loud channel at YouTube. Uh, I think they'll be up very, very, they're up right now. If they're not, they'll be up tomorrow. But peep out uh, some highlights from the, the recent show at San Juan Capistrano, man. YouTube slash loud. Uh, what other podcasts? I'm brand new fat man on Batman this week where we sit down with the Batman himself. I knew that excites you, bird. Kevin Conroy is our guest. A fantastic, uh, fascinating interview. And he gets real, real quick, man. So peep that out. If you've been enjoying that fat man, Batman series, this episode is prime, prime fat man on Batman cuts. Uh, also, brand new is the new Smodcast, where me and Mo sit back and listen to uh, phone messages from the Clerks era. So it's a good time there. A lot of Smodco slash View Askew, rather, history. You might not have known Clerks history specifically. We fill in little gaps and whatnot. Uh, okay, now you got to start buying some shit, man. Um, of course, there'll be a brand new Jane Bob Get Old this week you can listen to. Um, and, uh, of course, all the other episodes of, of the various podcasts on Smodcast.com. Go to Smodcast.com, man, and uh, look at the whole network. Make your choices. Bird of Salesmanship's got a brother, man. Bird of obnoxious amounts of podcasts. And that bird has shit all over Smodcast.com, literally. So you can listen to tons and tons and tons of great audio. Go over there. Um, all right, here's some shit you got to pay for, man. Smartcade, don't forget you can buy games. Me and Muse for your iPad, your iPhone. Smartcade.com, S M A R C A D E.com for a free game called Let's Us Dance and a game you got to pay 99 cents for, you cheap son of a bitch. And that's called Too Fat to Fly. 
Um, okay, here's the other the bigger stuff to pay for, man. The big ticket items. The August dates spread out across uh, the land where you can see Smodco shows everywhere. Uh, first up, Friday night, me and Moj in Portland, Oregon, man. 8 p.m. at the Aladdin. Tickets available at csmod.com. Watch us do Smodcast live in front of people. It's a good time. Very next night, wing your ass down to Hollywood, man, where me and Ralph will babble on for you. Hollywood Babylon in its home at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater, 10 o'clock, August 18th. Tickets available at babylonkev.com. That's B-A-B-B-L-E-O-N-K-E-V.com. Hey, Florida, pull out your lightsaber, man. Turn it on for me. Or if not, you just pull out the shaft. I'll turn it on for you. Come on, Mon Mothma. Show me your areola. Oh, it's going to be a sexy Star Wars Q&A. It's Star Wars Celebration 6, August 23rd, 7 p.m. at the Orange County Convention Center, the Chapin Theater. Come see me. Ask me anything. It's kind of like a Reddit. Ask me anything in real life. Um, but it'll be very Star Wars-centric, I assure you. Day after that, wing your ass up to Toronto. Toronto, Canada. T-Dot, man. For the Fan Expo, August 24th. Happening uh, right there in, in the heart of Toronto, man. For tickets, go to uh, csmod.com and we'll point you in the direction to pick up the Fan Expo tickets and watch me and Muse do Jay and Silent Bob get old. A very next night, man, come with us. Make it a road trip. We're going to Ottawa, son. We're going up to the nation's capital. Going to talk some business and politics. Maybe look for Alanis Morissette's hometown. No, we're going to do Hollywood Babylon that night. That's right. Me and Ralph doing our Canadian debut for Hollywood Babylon, August 25th. That's a Saturday night right up there in Ottawa. Ottawa, Babylon. Uh, my Ottawa debut as well uh, at the Centerpoint Theater. Tickets available at csmod.com. Uh, now, uh, just looking ahead, uh, it's not set in stone yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Make way, Bird. I got to give them some news. They're going to like this. It's going to make them happy, as happy as you. It's not happy that Bird just. Is that bird happy? Sure it is. Uh, August 26th. That's the day after the Babylon, uh, Ottawa Babylon gig. We're going to be in Jersey and New York because it uh, looks like maybe, knock wood, they're going to be having a screening of clerks in Central Park uh, on Sheep's Meadow. That's August 26th. So if you're east, come to that. But if I can't, let me tempt you to come east with something else, man. Uh, that day, earlier that day, we're going to do a signing at Jane Silent Bob's Secret Stash of uh, my book, Tough Shit. And we're shooting it for comic book men. You want to be on comic book men? Our show on AMC? You want to breathe the same air as Don Draper on AMC, man? Of course you do. Then definitely come on out. Come to the signing. August 26th. Jane Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Get your Tough Shit sign. And also, man, get your shit, get your ass right on television. Why can't you be a fucking television star? Why should it just be Walking Dead and Breaking Bad? No, let it be you. You're the star of this show. And that bird, of course. Uh, so leave that time aside. We're going to be shooting a comic book man all that week as well. I'm going to stick around Jersey for a week and be shooting some of that comic book man action. Season two is coming, kids. Coming in the fall. Coming hard all over your face, neck, chest eyes a little bit wash that shit out uh okay so there it is man that's the august schedule you got free shit you got shit to buy you got some shit to think about man i want you to go out and think think smodco and when you think of smodco see it envision it on the back of the bird of salesmanship smodco podcast check it out right here man smodcast.com
with clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, alright? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is Matt Head with Will Wilkins. Oh, yeah. Will and Trent at the end of a work day. Yeah. Bringing it to you NetHead style. Long and hard. Taking it back to the old school, because I'm an old fool. <laughs> That's so cool. You're an old fool. An old fool. Anyway, hi, everybody. My You're name is old. Will. <laughs> I'm Trent. You're listening to the NetHeads on Smodco Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com or on Stitcher. If you want to take part in the program, you can do it one of many, many ways. Whether you're listening to us live or after the fact, because we love your thoughts whenever you have them. First thing you can do is you can throw a hashtag onto uh, the word NetHeads on Twitter. Yes. Uh, you can uh, send us your tweet, <laughs> but please don't twat it. Uh, you can Whoa, also... What? I don't know what that is. You know, don't what's, judge me. What's a twat? Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> or you can, uh, it's the end of a work day. I'm sorry. Out of the gate. I'm already all. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, you can also, uh, you can also give us a call. Do you know all the numbers, Trent? You know, Will, I do know the numbers and that's why I'm here. Um, the, the 866 number. See, now do I have to repeat the 866 if I say the 866 number? Yes, you do. You have to, you have to say the 866 number is 866-610-9455. <laughs> And then if I was going to say the 925 number, I would say 925-238-9020. Correct. If you wanted to give us a call live. Now, it is weird that we are doing this on a weekday. I don't know why it's it so is. weird. It is. Well, I mean, usually this is how we, this is how we end our week and, and start the week. Yes. Usually. But you know what? I notice I am far less bitter because I've already endured Monday. That's true. And maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's. That's something to look into. I could be. You I know, don't know. I don't know either. Maybe this will this be our Monday thing instead of our Sunday thing. Oh, it, instead it of could. instead of messing up our weekend, are we just going to yeah. start living our uh, living our Monday dreams? Oh, well, it, 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 that would definitely make Mondays go by a lot faster. It would give us something to look forward to. Plus, we we get to catch up on all of the weekend news. Like we can yeah. talk about the actual box office results. Yes, we could do that. Yeah, we, we could talk about uh, what else happens on a Monday. <laughs> uh, probably uh, we could talk polls. about we could talk about how football polls. went the night before. Yes, right. And, or at and least what you game could. is going to be starting? You know, on Monday night football now. Oh wait a minute, there we go. There's the big problem. We're coming into you know the pregames are starting. Right. Because you know we're getting into that that point where uh, I almost feign an interest in baseball because we're getting close to the World Series. <laughs> Baseball, you don't even need to care until the last two teams are playing in the World Series for baseball. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hey, you know what? The phone's ringing. Should we answer it? I have an idea who it is. Oh, you are. Oh, hold on. I got to give it a second. Hello, you're live with Will and Trent on NetHeads. Who are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Jim. I'm calling from Canada. Oh, <laughs> I know who this is. It's the it's the mystery man. How you doing, Jim? I'm pretty good. I'm exhausted from watching the Olympics. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I'm exhausted. You know, Canada held up its, 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 its light strong and bright. We came in third a lot. 
Nice. <laughs> we we embrace the bronze. Well, you know, the thing is, you were just doing that Canadian courtesy thing. You're like, you know it what? Is. You guys go first. It's okay. That's yeah. exactly it. You know, we come in third so we can say, you know, us too. <laughs> you know, that's our big motto. Not we're number one or we're the greatest. We're our our national motto is us too. <laughs> Actually, I think so, I may have inadvertently just cribbed Jim's tweet joke. Was it you that tweeted that, Jim? Yes, I did. Okay, see, it was in the back of my mind. I didn't intentionally steal your joke. I'm uh, sorry. Sure. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> now, are there any um summer events that the, the, the Canadians actually excel in? Like, uh, like a, a summer version of hockey is what I'm asking about. Uh, summer version of hockey. Yeah, uh, it's called it's called uh, it's called drinking. <laughs> it, 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 it's like. I, I mean, we beat up people without the ice. I mean, what do you want? I mean, I think in that case, you are an honorary Canadian friend. I would. I think so. I think so. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we have, I mean, we have, you know, we have the summer events that we participate. Hey, we got a medal in canoeing. Oh, okay. there's a shock. Yeah, really? I mean, didn't you guys uh, originate that? Well, I would. Well, you know, I think I the mean, natives did. Yes, I, I, I don't, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder again. Being Canadian, <laughs> I but, can't take credit yeah, for anything. Well, <laughs> you know, we did canoeing, but I mean, you know, like what? We're we're not going to get medals at running and things like that. I mean, <laughs> you guys get medals at running because there's so there's so many of you, and you, well, you know, usually somebody's chasing somebody. Well, I would just think that part of the training would be for a Canadian runner would just be there's a bear behind you. That's the That's logic. True. And with that, boom, gold, yes, baby. I, I, I have to run to Tim Hortons because I need my coffee. Yeah, there you that, go. All that, yeah. <laughs> that you know, and now, right now we're just really annoying your Canadian viewers because they, every time I come on, I get these nasty tweets. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for, uh, extending the, uh, the stereotypical Canadians. Oh my gosh. Thanks for no. making us look bad. Let me tell you something. As, as, as they, as they, they tweet to me in between bites of poutine. <laughs> you know, I mean. And what is that, what is, God. what is that drink with, uh, vodka and clamato called? Uh, well, Caesar? Yeah, there you go. That's kind of Canadian. Those are great. <laughs> That's kind of Canadian. <laughs> or beer and clamato is even better. There you go. Throw, yeah, in, I, throw, I a little, throw in a little caribou and we're set. That's right. Some caribou no, Alfredo. I guess, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm hardly speaking for the Canadian people when when I come on your show and people they tweet me back these horrible things. How dare you? How dare you say that? You know, we we live in 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 the snow and and that there's there's wild animals running around and well. Frankly, where I live, I live in the snow half the year, and there are wild animals running around. And that, that is your I reality. Living at, 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 you know, bringing up those stereotypes, but it, that's just the way I am. I'm sorry if you're a a uh, yuppie who lives in Toronto who <laughs> considers himself all very, uh, you know, urban and, and refined, but. I'm a guy who lives in a small town, yeah. and and there's not much going on. So if I got to make fun of the rest of the country, I'm going to do it. 
<laughs> I, you know what? I don't think you're making fun of anything, Jim. The only thing you're doing is you're embracing your lifestyle. And Absolutely. the whole rest of the world, that's all they're about. So, you know what? Hate the, screw the haters. <laughs> I, I, and, and essentially isn't what your show really is, is making fun of your own lifestyle. Oh God. Yes. Wait, I got a doozy. <laughs> exactly. too. Boy, do I have exactly. a doozy. You know what? As a matter of fact, Trent, tweet the picture right now. Do it now. Oh shit. Hold on. I'll let me throw it up. Hold oh, on. Look at this. It takes him so long. Now, Jim, Jim, you yep. were, you were there for me putting up the drywall in my garage. Right. You were there for me breaking the water pipe in front of my house. That's right. Jim, now you're playing with heavy equipment. I got behind the wheel of a bobcat, or I should say the joysticks of a bobcat. Yeah. I will repeat it once again. A self-proclaimed geek has no business behind the controls of an S-130 bobcat. Uh, you know, I think even though, time, e- even, co- hand coordination would work. Even though you want to sit in the cage and pretend you're Sigourney Weaver at the end of Aliens... <laughs> You got no business. I uh, actually, here's the thing. I, I, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, we have, uh, we've put in, we've put in a pool. We put in an above ground pool. We sunk it 18 inches into the ground. We built up an artificial grade behind it. So that way there can be a patio behind it. Kind of like, imagine we created a hill, dug a hole into the hill and put the, the pool against it. That's the best way to describe it, I think. Except the top of the hill is flat. <laughs> So that way we can have a patio up there. So when you go up on the patio, it's like it's an in-ground pool. You can pretend it's an in-ground pool. But when you're sure. down on the deck, you're looking at pool wall and you're like, hey, that's not a real in-ground pool. So on one side, it's an in-ground pool. Yes. On the other, it's not. Now, I uh, I had to do some backfilling. There was a lot of dirt. A lot of dirt had to be moved around, graded. Uh, a lot of stuff had to be put around. So I rented a bobcat because I was going to bring in somebody to do the final grading, the finer work. But I didn't want to pay somebody else all that tractor time <laughs> just to move around dirt. And besides, had you, had you, yeah. now, excuse me, had you ever rented heavy equipment before? Uh, does a trencher count? Like a ditch witch? No. Okay. No, this this. I mean, I'm talking about an actual machine that you can do real damage into. with. No, no, I hadn't. Now, mind you, I went to and now. Go when ahead. You, when you when you went to rent this, yes. Were you asked that at any time? <laughs> yes. He makes a good point. No, yes, I was. But here's the thing. I was not going to rent the S-130. That is not why I went there. I think it's the uh, the M-52 or the M-150 or, you know, the littler, the much smaller ones where you ride behind it on a little platform? Okay. I just oh, it's, saw just, the it's just a small bucket up front. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so anyway... I went in, it's got a little bucket on front. You know, if you've ridden, ever ridden a driving lawnmower, you can operate one of these things, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which, right. that's what I, think, I went in there I, for. Now, from looking at this picture, I No, wait, hold on. Don't talk about the picture yet. Don't talk about the picture yet. Don't talk about the picture yet. Go, go, go. I, I may have jumped the gun on telling him to tweet that. Let it go. So, okay. Okay. I, so I went in to rent the small one. Okay. Right. And, and the guy behind the counter is like, you know, $20 more, you get the bigger one. Get the job done in four hours instead of eight. That makes a good point. I said, yeah, you know what, though? I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable with this little one. He's like, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's not much different. <laughs> First of all, it's rubber tires instead of tracks, and that's a True. big thing for this story. So, yeah. mind you, my wife saw this. She was not happy. 
You do not have any business driving this. You know, you are going to break something. How did it get to your house? Uh, that's, I, that's also a good question. Here's the thing, too. And, and this, once again, <laughs> damn the salesman for this. If you are showing up in a rented U-Haul pickup truck, <laughs> do not rent the guy the bigger Bobcat. <laughs> so, did he have a trailer for it? Yes. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to drive it down the freeway. <laughs> no, no, no. They rented it with a trailer. <laughs> My wife is pointing out, but Will, you read extensively how to operate the Bobcat. There shouldn't have been a problem. It's true. I did. I read extensively, <laughs> especially after he rented me the bigger one. I'm like, holy shit. I, I ate my breakfast, did, did, watched did videos. Did you go online to the Bobcat simulator? Yes, I did. No, what? There's a Bobcat simulator? That better have been a lot better. Could have mapped out the backyard. But anyway, I digress. So clue number two, why he should have never rented the bigger Bobcat to me. I'm showing up in a U-Haul rented truck. But <laughs> I'm, I'm an excellent salesman, and I did not identify one of my own, and I got suckered into it. Plus, it was like, ooh, it's a big toy. Epic fail. So... I get it home, and for four and a half hours, everything's going great. I'm moving dirt. Everything is fine. Everything's great. It's finally at the point where I finished up one side. I've got to go around the back of the pool, and I've got to start working the other side, start backfilling the rest of the... It sounds weird to say to backfill the front side, but I had to, because when you put it in the ground, you have to overdig by a foot all around, so that way there's room to set it up. You get set it, right? It, sure, yeah. And so I was doing that and I was being really cautious, really slow and really careful. And, uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I suddenly stopped and I looked and I'm like, you know what? I'm too damn close to the pool, pool time to back it up. I start backing it up. I feel the earth. Well, I feel the, uh, the entire bobcat shift a little bit to the right. I take a look. <laughs> Now, now look at the picture. Now look at the picture. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, now look at the picture. Now look at the picture. So I look at what was happening. Now the average homeowner, owner. Okay, this is the point where they would keep going until they were in the pool. Well, would the average homeowner have got the big one? You shut up. <laughs> I own this. This was my mistake. I okay, I did okay, this. Okay. And I got to, okay, so, um, <laughs> did you, did you get out of the bobcat? Well, that's the point. I saw what was happening. I instantly dropped the bucket to anchor the damn thing and I got the hell out. Now, uh, my brother-in-law, he owns a retaining wall company. I instantly called him. I'm like, dude, I have an emergency. <laughs> you know, these stories, there's always a brother-in-law involved. Usually they're the ones everyone, that get it stuck. Though. Everyone I've ever heard either involves the brother-in-law from the beginning or a brother-in-law is phoned because <laughs> because somebody is in over their head. Yes, definitely. Now, okay, so they came over, took a look. Now, the, the bitch about this is that when the way this happened and the way it shifted, I mean, the picture you're seeing, that's after it settled. So it wasn't even that bad when I got out. But the soft dirt on the right-hand side continued to settle under the weight of, oh, what is it, about 5,000 pounds? Yep. Yes. So it continued to settle. And so it's thus started uh, an afternoon and the, the following morning of proceeding to use a three-ton jack to jack it up, 
stick wood under the tire, jack it up more, stick wood under the tire, eventually <laughs> get it high enough to where I could then, you know, jack it up a little more, pull out the blocks, throw a bunch of dirt in there, water, dirt, water, dirt, water, go back to the boards, you know, so I could get it straightened out. The part that sucks about the time you're thinking I'm only paying twenty dollars more. No, that's true. That's <laughs> no, I, no, I wasn't. The whole I was half just, the time. No, the whole time I'm going. Half the time. No, the only thing I'm just like, oh, the whole time I'm just thinking. I, I just hear it, and my wife in the back of my head. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. So that is now the bitch about it though is if you look, uh, if you know anything about above ground pools, uh, if it's a if it's a buttress one as it's called. Uh, and boy, did I get my buttress in trouble here. <laughs> got it in a tight it, spot. It's got some braces that come out the side. Those are called the buttresses, all right? And right. in my case, it was the, there's three of them. Well, the bucket landed right behind one, or when it settled, it slid right behind one. And the other one, right between the two tires. So literally, oh. there's only one direction this thing can go to get it out. <laughs> That's sideways. Now, I don't sideways. know if you've noticed... Those things aren't engineered to go sideways. No, they spin. My wife is also training. Hey, Will, I told you so. <laughs> anyway, so I called my brother-in-law. He came, looked at the situation, said, you're screwed. We need more. T- we need we need bigger power. So it was determined I would have to go rent. Get this. Another tray. Another Bobcat. <laughs> Bobcat. That's out. what I was just thinking. But, but, oh but, my but, God. but guess which one I went to go rent the next day. <laughs> smaller one the one i fucking went to go get the first day <laughs> son of a so I, I rented the the one and uh you okay know, hang on another question yeah another question yeah did the guy wonder where his first bobcat was <laughs> oh no believe you me sir the minute i realized what trouble i was in i called and let him know Oh, okay. Because I, I was just, very I just, like, if you showed up the next day wanting to rent another bobcat, <laughs> I would start to become suspicious. Yeah, exactly. That there can might I, be a problem. Can I see that ID again, sir? Let me double check this credit card. Um, so, no, I called them right away because since he did talk me into the upgrade, again, like I said, I'm also a very good salesman. So I instantly thought, well, I got to spin this if I have to rent another piece of equipment. So I started right. up the phone call saying, hey, remember how you, you talked to me to upgrading to the big one? He said, yeah, it's stuck. <laughs> I said, it's not getting done in half the time now. Here's the situation. Do you have anything that can pull it out? He's like, no. Okay. We're going to work on it. I'm probably going to have to come in tomorrow to get something else, you know, since you convinced me on the upgrade. I kept selling that one. So they, what they did is they just charged me one day rental on each one. Oh, that's not bad then. No, that's great. Eight, eight, eight hours then? A, a day. Actually, the stupidest part is that I was doing this right before a family birthday party. So, cause I was trying to get everything done early. Whereas, so the pool- hold on. Since everything was open on Sunday anyway, I should have just spent my Sunday doing this. You know, given the end result, it was good. It was a Saturday, but you know, I, I really would have only been, could have, would have paid for one day rental instead of two. Uh, but anyway, so we, we, I got the smaller bobcat. My brother-in-law, you know, said, keep getting it as straight as you can, which I did, at which point then I used the smaller bobcat to finish off, first of all, the dirt work that I was doing, which, by the way, the smaller bobcat, awesome. I could have done that all day. And I also, because it was easier to maneuver, guess what? I got more done in four hours with it than I did in the four hours with the original one. Was that just because you were nervous? Like you, you weren't as sure of yourself, maybe? The first time? Because you had upgraded. Yeah, with the, well, with the big one, yeah. No, no. It was because it was easier to control. Much easier. 
Okay. Much easier. Instead of like two arms and, uh, and you know, two pedals, it's just right. basically one thing for back, forward and back, and you sway it for side to side. And, uh, you know, then the one single joystick for the, for the bucket. Right. Lift, lift, drop, tilt, tilt. Anyway. So, uh, I did that and we also dug a big, I dug a big hole right next to, very carefully, mind you. Boy, oh boy, I've never moved so slow. Uh, <laughs> next to it. So that way I could start to sway its direction as well. So my brother-in-law shows up. We attach a chain to the front of the bobcat and to the bucket of the smaller bobcat. And through several switching from back to forth, back to forth and, uh, pulling it, you know, it just, it was a game of inches at that point, just like football. Tell me about it. Game of inches. Pull it this way a little bit. Pull it that way a little bit. Pull it this way a little bit. Pull it that way a little bit. Boom. It was out. Wow. And best of all, it didn't go in the pool. <laughs> you know, if anybody had had wow. a video camera out though, I could have easily won $10,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause and, we would have. We would have gone in the pool, and that way I could have paid for all the money that I wasted putting in the pool. Sure. (laughs) And and you forever have have adopted the the nickname of Bobcat Wilkins. There you go. (laughs) Oh, believe me. I already, so after it was stuck, like I said, there was a family birthday party. So I went to that, and I was trying to diffuse the situation ahead of time, telling people so. Well, let me guess. uh, This Christmas, nothing but Bobcat branded equipment or, you know, clothing. So yeah. that way, that way I'm stealing the idea from them. You got it? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So now I'll, st- I'll go right. out and I'll start, you know, finding all the Bobcat gear I can and sending it to everybody. Hey guys, look, another great idea for Christmas. That way I'm stealing the thunder. Sure. You, you got to open it beforehand, but I would love to see you go next year via Bobcat with Trent Sturgis. <laughs> yes. Down no. the highway, a Bobcat and a Harley. Yep. There you go. And just, just, just the wind in your hair. Yep. Just, just really owning the whole situation. And, and Sherman in the front bucket. That's right. Exactly. That nice. Sherman gets to come along. Very nice. Actually, you know, there was, involved. there was another, there was one really cool point when I was working the smaller bobcat. And that was, and I really should have warned my wife though ahead of time. Uh, because there's a fence that we took down in order to allow for a place the dirt to go. And the way that we're redesigning the backyard based on all this, that fence needs to go. So there was a gate and a gate post there that don't need to be there anymore. And I looked at that and I'm like, I got to rip that thing up. And I'm like, I'm on a bobcat. <laughs> so <laughs> naturally ramming speed. Oh God. But I should have told my wife because all they hear in the house is an ungodly crash and they're convinced I've gone through the fireplace. <laughs> Not the case. And it was, it, it, believe it, it was a planned action. Cause I'm like, you know, after everything I've been through, I'm ready to break something. <laughs> Intentionally. Wow. Amend, let me amend that. Intentionally. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was on your mind um, though, Jim? <laughs> no, nothing. I just wanted to say, I wanted to say a hi to both of you. I couldn't have fit, thought make of sure, a more, make sure you were well. I couldn't have thought of a more perfect person to have on the phone for the Bobcat story though. Absolutely. I, I, but I mean, let me just say, I don't know. I maybe this works for me and not for everybody else. Uh, but don't you feel in in these days when when the life of men seem to be nowhere near as tough and hardy as they were back then? Yeah. Because the life of men seem to be all digital and soft, and 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 we're nothing like 
the pioneer stock that we descended from. <laughs> Don't you feel that using big heavy equipment or things like that, things that could essentially kill you, don't you feel somewhat better about your manhood? I felt feels, alive, Jim. Feels good. Don't feels you? Good. Yeah, you feel like you're actually doing something. Yeah. Rather than at the end of the day, what did you do, honey? Well, I I balanced I, the hell out of a spreadsheet. That's right. I, <laughs> I actually no. There's a hole in our yard that I did. There's or more to the, know, or, I mean, or in my case, there's a hole I didn't. Yeah, you know, because really, I felt great. I felt manly up until the point where I got that thing stuck. <laughs> and then you felt stupid. <laughs> oh. Well, I, again, I I put nothing. I put nothing of of this situation on you. I think a the guy was an excellent salesman. Yes. 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 Excellent salesman. Yes. I'm 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 really stunned that they just quite happily and and maybe it's just it's the differences between countries that they quite <laughs> happily have some guy come in and say, I want to use that large piece of machinery. Oh, no, no, no. I said I want the little one. And they're like, no, you <laughs> want the know, big one. I'm, I, I'm just saying that just, I, I was going to say Bob's your uncle, but Bobcat's your uncle. <laughs> Out the door, you walk with this, this equipment. Yeah, buddy. That, you know, I mean, if you were in a, if you were in a really bad mood, you'd be ramming cars down the side of the street, and the sheriff's department would have to come out and and try to take you out. So, I mean, you could do a lot of damage with that piece of machinery. Uh, you know, not even not even to anyone else, just to my own home. Did you have to get exactly. insurance on it? You like damage coverage? Well, like for for the machine itself. You know, like when you rent a car, they ask, do you want insurance on it? Yeah, I declined it. <laughs> what do I care? What could, what could possibly go wrong? How am I going to break the machine, you think? <laughs> How can I possibly break this machine? Hey, look, I thought I was looking at a $60,000 diving stand. That's what I thought I was looking at. <laughs> We'll just slap a, an anchor on it in the other direction yeah. and let the little kitties jump right off the top. That'll That's be great. Hey, look, idea. I can raise them up in the bucket and let them jump in. <laughs> That's oh, great. Shit. That's great. I'm going to let you go. You guys have a nice show. Thank you, Jim. Take care of yourself. And, hey, Jim, take and, care and of yourself, okay? Pardon? Take care of yourself, and I mean that from the bottom oh, of my I'm, heart. I'm trying. I'm trying. All righty, man. Take care. See you, Trent. <laughs> See you, dude. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Couldn't have thought of a better person to have on the phone for uh, that. What a stud. Rebel Stoke Jim, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he's he's still in a place where you have to be a man. I mean, Oh yeah. He says, you know, talking about men being soft, that's horse shit. He gets he gets snowed in, you know, they've they've got uh, you know, oh hey, look, there's a bear in the yard. That yeah. <laughs> What do I, oh, hey, there was a toad by the porch. That's the most I've got in action. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's a possum on the back fence. That's as dangerous it gets for me. Nothing out there is, gonna, apparently the biggest danger in the neighborhood is just me. It's you, Will. With a bobcat. And, and, <laughs> I, I, I fear for any children that are uh, at least below the top of that bucket's height because you couldn't see them. And you see, here's the thing, too, about the other little one is it, you you, ha you have a much better idea of, of your distance and proximity to everything. Sure. Right. So it's a lot easier to navigate and it's a lot easier to drive. And uh -huh. and like I said, if you know, whereas I was in the cage, if I had been on that thing and with the tracks, the minute I had been in trouble, 
because I wasn't yet over the braces, I still would have been able to get out. It would have pulled itself right out. Right. So, lesson learned. <laughs> Fuck, it was fun, though, dude. It was really, really fun. Well, it, funny story. So, uh, I used to do underground power lines. Oh, really? We were uh, we were laying some cable out. I <laughs> laying some cable out, buddy. <laughs> Woo! Out near uh, uh, the Teton um, State Park, out by the Tetons, and there was this one guy. Wait, we were going by, by the a, what? A private residence. Out by the what? The the Tetons. You know, the, there's a national park out there, Teton National Park. Oh, just below I, I thought, Yellowstone. I thought that was one of the aliens in Star Wars. Sorry, <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this dude walks over to us and he's like, "Hey." How about I give you a hundred dollars and you just let me take that thing, referring to the bobcat, out into that field and let me just play around with it? So we're all like, "Yeah, go on." Oh, Come Lord. to find out, that was the inventor of the laser printer. Really? Yeah, and he he just he he saw us working with it, thought it looked fun, and wanted to ride it, drive it around for a half hour. Oh, not bad. Not at all. Okay, now Trent. Yes. You got to make me feel a little better. You have oh. to have your own bobcat story. Something. Um, well, okay, so, uh, <laughs> once, sometimes, well, we'd have to go across roads sometimes when we were doing it, and, uh, the roads were always a problem, because a lot of times they were dirt roads, and they would start to slip away underneath you as you were back feeling. Yeah, I know what that feeling. Right? <laughs> I know what you're talking about, buddy. And, uh, one time I was, uh, I had it turned sideways, and I was rolling it back and forth, packing it down, and it gave way. Hey, that sounds familiar, too. <laughs> I tipped it on its side completely. Holy shit. Had diesel and oil just running all over me. I got it shut down. We had to get the traco to lift it up out. It was a, a muck and fest is what it was. A traco. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like the, the horror Olympics, a traco. <laughs> Sorry. It was. It was. And I ended up with some, some, some itchy skin for a while. Oh God. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's one thing too. I, uh, I originally started out with the plan to have my daughter, you know, like spraying the ground the whole time I'm going to cut down Keeping on the it, dust. Sure, yeah. Uh, that didn't last very long, unfortunately. Uh, she more, got bored or you got impatient? No, more for her safety than anything oh. else. <laughs> but I, uh, and the thing is, man, I, look, I, I have never felt more dirty, nor after the shower have I ever felt more clean than... <laughs> Right. I think I'm suffering from black lung right now, too. My throat is sore. I think it's the brown lung. Yeah, that's what I mean. Brown lung is what I got. (laughs) Any any minute now, I'm going to cough and hawk up like a a clay pot, you know, maybe a terracotta thing to put a plant in. Sure, sure. (laughs) Oh, God, it just feels so horrible. (laughs) But, you know, it it, it really, Jim's right, though. It makes you feel feel good to get out there with big equipment. Anytime you get tools in your hand, you're like, ah, look at me. So, well, and, so and, I guess that, the, my, the only thing my wife's going to trust me to is uh, electric outlets and uh, light fixtures from now on. Well, you know what? I can hang blinds like a madman, though. <laughs> Especially now that you can get those uh, 3M command strips. Oh, yes, that's right. And you, there's no messy cleanup afterwards, no holes in the walls. You're good to go. No, no. I actually hang blinds, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, no, you do. By the way, if you want to take part in the program, you can. Hashtag NetHeads on Twitter. You can give us a call. Eight. 6-6-6-1-0-9-4-5-5 or 925-238-9020. And if you have Skype, it's NetHeads on air. So, uh, so that was the, uh, the weekend ordeal. <laughs> well, you came out a, a better man though, I think. Yeah. I learned very important life lessons and it was yeah. great. And I can, I can really operate the smaller bobcat like a madman. <laughs> really? They should have an app for this though. Come on. Yeah. 
Life would have been so much control easier. Control through your phone? That would have been much nicer, you know. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Seriously, though, that salesman was an asshole because... No, that salesman was awesome. Because, it, well, in the long run, it works out because he, uh, you know, look at he got two days rental out of me, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knew it was going to happen. The logic stands, my friend. Yeah, he he knew what was going to happen. Yeah, you're live with NetHeads. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up? This is KevKev2025 from Twitter. That sounds hey, like you have a stutter. <laughs> Kev, it's, Kev, not 25, a stutter. it's not a stutter. <laughs> it's Tommy two times. What's up, baby? <laughs> How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? What, what happened? Uh, I'm just saying you sound like Tommy two times. KevKev2525. Kev, oh, That's all. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, what's on your mind? Don't worry. Spit it out. Um. First of all, I just wanted to say that uh, I'm stoked for the upcoming season or series of Doctor Who. Oh, yes. sure. I'm sure you guys are as well. Oh, yeah. That's on the docket. <clears throat> um, second of all, have you? Uh, I know you were playing Arkham Asylum, but have you played through Arkham City yet? Yeah, I, pl- I, I inadvertently played through it till the end. I wasn't even aware that I was at the end game. Oh, of, of Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I, I wasn't even aware. I was totally clueless. I sat down, oh gosh, I think this was two weekends ago. I'm like, you know what? I've been working pretty hard, all this stuff going on. I'm just going to sit down and play a little Arkham Asylum and, uh, or Arkham City. And I did. I sat down to play it. 20 minutes later, the game's over. I'm like, what? Wait, what happened? <laughs> Holy crap. Did I miss something here? And how much time did I put in before? So, yeah, I, I played it all the way through. Although I think there's a, a continuation afterwards. There's something going on with Black Cat that I can still do, but I turned yeah, it off at that there's point. A couple, there's, a, there's a couple of add-ons, like that Harley's Revenge and stuff like that that you can add on to it. It's, I love that game, dude. I can still play that game over and over, and I beat it a couple times. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. I really do need to go back and play it now for the the side missions, the extra stuff. You know, because I just played the straight campaign and, you know, there were like there was a whole thing with Zaz and the pay phones, uh, something else with like the uh, uh, what uh, anyway, other characters that are in trouble. They have a lot of side missions in there that I just didn't play. So there's a lot more yeah, to that game that I can get into. Yeah, you can just keep going because the cool thing about Arkham City is it literally lets you do anything as Batman. Like you just get to be Batman, which I think is cool about that game. Like I love yeah. Arkham Asylum, but Arkham City, I think, did it right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's more of a free world. You know, you can you yeah. can run around and you can explore and and do a lot more. Like I said, it's it's all about the side missions in that game. They really did expand it more. I don't know. I think they are talking about doing another game. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I, I heard that it was going to be more, uh, I don't know, lighthearted. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. That well, I also know that Paul, yeah. Paul Dini tweeted that he's, he's un, sadly not going to be involved in the next one. What? Well, he was, he already had commitments because, yeah. you know, they're, they're like, ah, you know, we're, we're, we might do something, but keep your options open. They told him. So he, he ended up making a commitment to something else and well, you know, now they're getting in he, development on it. He's been the show driver for, uh, the Avengers or yeah, the Avengers cartoon. Paul Dini's been doing that. Oh, there you go. That's a guy. Which that, has been oh, fantastic. Really? That's awesome. That is a guy that just knows knows the material. Oh my you know gosh, I mean? yeah. I got mad geek respect yeah. for that man. That him and Bruce Tim, dude, they have so yep. they know those characters so well, dude. Like, oh yeah. Definitely. And man, oh man, speaking of Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, 
I don't know if anybody uh, caught wind of this, but uh, in just a few hours, do you know what's going to drop? I have an idea now. A new episode of Fat Man on Batman. And do yes. you know who Kevin interviewed? Yeah. Bruce uh, Tim? Uh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, oh, baby. Yes. The voice of the bat. Oh. Uh, oh. oh, shit, son. Uh, so freaking stoked, man. Yeah, I got, uh, you know, for those that don't know, I do occasionally uh, do some of the, the post sound work on these shows and get them out there. And uh, he said, you know, here it is, but, you know, let's hold on to it until tomorrow. I'm like, I'll, I'll hold on to it, but I'm listening uh, to it. <laughs> <laughs> but then my day got away from me and I didn't get to listen to it anyway. Oh, well, well dickhole. Yeah, I know. Uh, what a douche, huh? I know. You get the you get all the perks of the job and you don't even use them. Yeah, I know. That's the thing, too. It's just like, hey, guys, I can see a movie anytime I want. Let's, it's three days early. Let's do Batman. The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm good. Nah, I've got this thing. Hold off. Hey, I got I this could, bobcat here in my backyard. I could have Avengers screening in my living room. Let's do that. Yeah, you know what? No. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. That's hilarious. All right, dude. Well, thanks for the phone call. Stay strong. Keep it real. We'll be no, t- we'll no, be no, stay no. tuned because we'll uh, we'll be getting to the Doctor Who in just a few moments. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. Also, I just wanted to say, Trent, uh, still listening to Zeros and Heroes, loving it. Oh, thank you, man. Oh, I appreciate that. Are you plugging man, another I'm, podcast I'm, on my show? I didn't even do it. He did. Hey, hey. You see how that works, dude? You you DM'd him on Twitter. Don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah, checks I, in I the mail, he sir. Me, he paid me a hundred bucks to do it. So. Yeah, you got ripped <laughs> off, Trent. I'm just no, saying. thanks, man. I appreciate that a ton. We'll we'll, uh, we'll be on the air tomorrow. Uh, or no, excuse me, Wednesday. Oh yeah, because you had a hiatus because you went to. Yes, I went to uh, the Mardi Gras for the for the common man, Sturgis. Yeah, so we'll get into that in a second. Anyway, dude, thanks a lot for the call. Have a great one, all right? All right, thanks, Cheers. Thanks, dude. Oh, look, see, Francis was calling. That's why I was trying to get on the phone, get Francis but, on. You know, and office. maybe he just, maybe when he was doing his uh, his Twitter name, his his hands were stuttering. That could be. Could be. You know, Kev, we don't Kev, know. <laughs> it's, I like it. It's, it's good. I doesn't like even it. Fl- it just, it's a great name, though. You know, oh, yeah. I like it. It's rhythmic. Okay, here he is. Let's let's knock this out of the way. He's probably. I hope this hasn't sent him into a tizzy because he wasn't the first caller. Well, it happens. Yeah. Hey, Francis, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How's it going? Oh, just enjoying my Monday. Are you up a little late tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you would be. Uh, usually, you're listening to us on Sundays. Uh, you know, like a good two hours earlier. So, you know, yeah, I tried to call in that day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, the funny thing is, I, I gave a heads up to Trent, uh, that it wasn't going to happen because at the time I was racing to get Bobcats returned. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. Part of me just, for some reason, I just thought Trent would tweet everybody. Nah. <laughs> he just didn't. He's like, didn't you know, <laughs> no show. Okay. You think Oops. the people need to know? Nah. Oops. Oh, really? <laughs> Why would we do that? Forget it. Anyway. So sorry. Yeah, I saw it. Like, you have a voicemail. You have a voicemail. You have a vo- four times. He's still calling. Wow. Anyway, how are you, Francis? I'm doing well. I am very glad to hear that. I really am. Now, I have to ask you a question. I was listening back to uh, an episode two times ago, and yeah. we tried to give you a task, and that was to uh, reach out, try and find the Bionic Man run that Kevin Smith has done and give us your feedback on it. Have you made any progress on that assignment? 
I asked my parents to get it for me, but they said no. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's that's said and done. Maybe we'll start a Kickstarter for this. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe we should just get the books sent to him. What do you think? I don't know. I think that's a plan. Maybe we should do that. It's worth a try. Yeah, that way we can get his feedback. That's you know, a good idea. I thought you'd think that. <laughs> free stuff's always nice. All right. Well, we'll set that up. Uh, we won't go over it now because we're on the air. I don't want to take your address, people. You know, you'll get all that fan mail, women mailing you underwear. You don't want that kind of headache. Tell me about it. I know, right? <laughs> so you don't want that kind of thing. Hey, you know, Francis, I've been meaning to ask you, is Mad Magazine still being published? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I got my subscription copy this past week. So yeah. really now, uh, you know, I, I haven't had any experience with Mag Magazine since probably the early 80s. I, I think the last time I picked up an episode was when they were parodying Star Trek to the Wrath of Corn or something. <laughs> Star Black to the Ra something like that. Oh, man. So is I it but that. is it still the same kind of thing? Just uh, parodies and jokes and all that kind of stuff? Most definitely. The uh, that editor, Albert B. Feldstein's. Uh, chosen successor, handpicked successor is now in charge of it. Mm -hmm. now, how, how would you compare the uh, the Mad Magazine of today against, say, twenty years ago? It's more modernized to uh, it's more modernized to compete with the internet. Mm -hmm. So it's and, a, uh, Jack Davis left. It's a print medium that's stuff. it's a print medium that's really trying to uh, to still compete. Now, what kind of what yeah. kind of changes do you feel that they've made in order to do that? It's more coarse and more crude, more earthy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and and the the bits are are almost shorter. It seems like too, well, it, it, so that they can pack in diff more content. I guess more well, different content. Hence the internet consciousness, much more yeah. um, compact and short attention spanish. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it, they invited Al Feldstein to come back as editor, and uh, Young has said, and he he said it's too far gone. So we'll see. Meaning, really? meaning the the direction the content has gone. Yeah, because they had Nick Meglin as editor, and uh, he caused the sales to crash on the title. Oh man, that's sad. Because that's well, that's almost an American icon. Oh, Alfred E. Newman. Uh, that's as American as it gets. Yeah, it's. Just, don't say as American as apple pie. I don't want to get the hate mail again. No, gosh, no. It's as American as... <laughs> Baseball. Pe peach pie? Yeah, I don't know. Georgia peach. Pussy pie. Hey, what? no. <laughs> what? Hair pie. What? pie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh. Medlin was not in, was not part, uh, he was not impartial or disciplined enough to, uh, get the job done right. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Now, Francis, do you watch uh, the the Mad Cartoon on Cartoon Network? I missed a bunch of episodes, but I have seen a lot of episodes of it. Yeah. And what what are your thoughts on that? I love it. It's great. Yeah, it really is fantastic. If, if you aren't watching it, um, that's a huge recommendation coming from me. They're only fifteen minute episodes, and it's it's just it's everything that you would expect in the magazine in animation. Nice, it's surreal. It's like Wally Woodard. Well, yeah. you you remember early on, well, you might not, Trent, but early on when <laughs> when the sketch comedy show Mad TV came on the air on Fox. Oh, yeah. I believe they originally tried to have little uh, cartoon intermissions with the Spy versus Spy guys. Yes, they did. Yeah, Don Martin. Yeah, but that unfortunately went the wayside. Because I was really, every time, that's what I was looking forward to. I love me that Spy versus it Spy. 
they had Kevin Smith on an episode as a pirate. I remember that. Yeah, he was Pirate yep. Dan, I think. Something yep. along those lines. The yep. little kids inadvertently ended up stabbing him to death. <laughs> Absolutely. It was wonderful. Anything for a buck, right? Meaning Pirate Absolutely. Dan, not Kevin Smith. I mean, you know, like that the character he was representing, he was trying to do his best just to keep the kids happy, earn his sure. money. Yeah. Yeah. Get his key. That's right. Got stabbed to death. Anyway, what an uplifting moment. Well, Francis, thank you very much for your phone call. Hey, Francis, the word of the week this week is portion control. That's actually two words, but don't hate me for that. I have actually, I've been spending the past week trying to focus more on portion control, eating smaller bits more throughout the day. That's smart. And, you know, naturally, when you do something like get a bobcat stuck in your yard, uh, the last thing you think about is food. So, and plus, it was ungodly hot outside. I mean, it was just terrible. So, yes. I... I think I pretty much consumed about four gallons of water yesterday, and I hardly ate. I had a small breakfast, uh, a few bananas, and then a, a sensible uh, cheeseburger dinner. So, Is there such a thing as a sensible cheeseburger? When you haven't had anything else, yes, there is. <laughs> That's a good idea. I stuffed myself blue on the never-ending possible all corn. So oh, is that back that. on? Oh, Francis, that, that's no. how they get you, man. See, and I'll tell you something. <laughs> As a guy who, uh, you know, obviously I'm a little bit of a penny pincher because I'm getting bobcats stuck to try and save money. <laughs> Anytime I get into one of those things where they're like, oh, you can eat bottomless fries, that kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck you. I'm oh. going to get my money's worth. And I'm yeah. killing myself doing that. So I appreciate that you enjoyed it. But now it's but you know what, Francis, it's a brand new day. OK, yeah. brand new day. Don't focus on that possible. Just focus on the future. That's one okay, to grow on. This may be your best episode yet with fellow Canadian Jim Jackman. No, that was Jim. Well, okay. It wasn't Jim Jackman, but okay. okay. His name Rebel is Stoke Jim. Rebel Stoke Jim. He's a different, it's a different Jim. If it were Jim Jackman, then we might have had a different guest on the phone as well. Was <laughs> he Canadian? Yeah. Yeah. Jim is Canadian as yeah. well. He's Canadian. I'm from Montreal. Originally, that's right. Yeah. But now you live in Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. See, I'm, I'm staying on top of things. And and Trent, you you you're from uh, Idaho, right? Never mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank yeah, you, he Francis. is originally from Wyoming. He lives in Utah, but I kept saying he was in Idaho or something the first time we talked. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just thinking. You get your screw ups right. <laughs> I just keep continuing them on and on and on, my friend. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend or week, Francis. Okay, we'll talk to you on Sunday or Monday. I don't okay, know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of digging this Monday feel. I really am. Yeah. Making me feel naughty. Uh, why do you think you're rude, Francis? What do you mean? You don't mean to be rude? Oh, you have one more thought? Is that what you mean or what? Well, I was mistaking uh, uh, where people were from and stuff. You know, I was That's getting not it wrong rude. That, dude, if if getting things wrong were considered rude, I'd be the rudest prick on the air right now. So, I mean, you, oh, yeah. you kind of are. Thank you very much, Trent. Have a good one. <laughs> all right, Francis. Okay. All our best. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right, buddy. You know, Will, I, whenever those all you can eat things happen and say like, you know, uh, the bottomless fries or bottomless, you know, chips and salsa, I try to eat my way out of the bottom. Yeah, that's the problem, man. I you just, know what I mean? Look, here's the deal. We, uh, like one trip we went to, um, Disneyland and we were there with my brother and, uh, you know, my nephews and my sister in law. And they're like, Oh, you got to go to this place in Frontierland because it's all you can eat chicken and ribs. Okay, so oh, they bring out coleslaw. Are you kidding me? And it's so it's some of the better food in the park, and it really is like you can just keep ordering. And oh. and we ended up going there, you know, like an early lunch, 
and I naturally, I'm just like, I'm getting my money's worth. Fucking, I'm not eating the rest of the day. And good God, I <laughs> seriously, I think they probably went into panic mode. Disneyland has stocked food for like weeks and weeks. And I think there was an alarm bell going off because I was eating at that joint. <laughs> They're like, send someone down to the 7-Eleven. All you can eat just means I'm going to kill myself. That's what it means. Oh. Don't I can't I have to avoid those kind of things. Yeah, I, I know. I had, I had a friend actually that wanted to go. There, there's a local uh, chain here in Utah called Chuckorama. Oh! And? <laughs> it's, it's, it's death waiting to happen. It's 11 <laughs> bucks and you can go in and you can get prime, it, oh God, prime rib, shrimp, Dutch oven potatoes, just, it's everything that, that makes your arteries just cringe. Well, you know what I was really, there was a period I was very fearful for you when it was, uh, the Carl's Jr. Sunday, all you can eat <laughs> biscuits can eat and gravy. <laughs> All you can eat biscuits and gravy. And I'm just like, don't. No, Trent. Really, no, dude. Come on. Don't I do think, it. I think my blood started to gel up a little bit with gravy. I think they may have found some blood in your gravy stream. That's what I think. <laughs> Holy crap. You were uh, just, I'm like, oh, dude. Oh, calm that, down. You know, that buddy. was a glorious summer, though. That was fantastic, actually. It gave, it gave me a reason to wake up on Sunday mornings, that of which I haven't done since. See? But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> I accept it's, that. It's healthier for me not to. I'd rather have you do that. <laughs> and plus, you know, Trent, the nice thing uh, about uh, not going there is uh, you can have more money in your pocket. And uh, do you know what you can do with that money, Trent? Well, well, if I was smart, I'd go over to think de- thinkgeek.com. That's right, buddy. You would. Well, except you don't want to drop the domain because when I'm going through our ad, you see. You well, yeah. Say, I mean, think you'll notice I never website. say thinkgeek.com. I always say thinkgeek. Right. Yeah. Like maybe you want to get that special lady in your life. The ladies electronic rock guitar shirt. What? It's a little electronic guitar shirt. It plays real music. Shut up. And you know, that way you can buy it for and say, here, honey, you can have fun. Let me show you how it works. (laughs) Let me, let me hit your G string. Oh, it's a very hard (laughs) string to find, Trent. Very hard. (laughs) And that's only $9.99. You can save 67%. That's it. Yeah, or maybe you're one of those people that likes to pull pranks. You can get the uh, Think Geek Eviltron or the mm-hmm. Think Geek Annoyatron. These are like little tiny devices that you can hide anywhere to make noise. Okay. Yeah, those are really nice. Those are cheap, too. Uh, how about a nice fresh can of unicorn meat? <laughs> Only if it's certified. Bacon-flavored croutons? Yeah. Actually, you know, one of the, my favorite things that I ever got from Think Geek is the Airzuka air gun. So this is a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it, well, it looks like a backwards funnel, really big. But the cool thing is all it does, it shoots a ball of air as a weapon. And let me oh, tell okay. you, you can feel it from like up to 10 or 20 feet. Oh, that's right. I do remember that thing. Oh, those things are just awesome. They really are. They're good, wholesome fun. Or, you know, maybe you're a pet owner and you want to get some cosmic catnip bubbles for your cat. Catnip bubbles? Catnip bubbles, baby. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, I think so. Or how about the Micro Spy remote? It's a little universal remote. You go into the bar and you start messing with the TVs. I can Uh, deal with that. There you go. Lots of fun over at ThinkGeek. Now, how can you take advantage of all this stuff? It's really simple. All you have to do is go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. Click the ThinkGeek banner. You can see all the amazing things they have on sale. Now, best of all, not only will you be saving money to buy cool stuff, you'll be earning geek points. What are these? That means the next time you come to shop at Geek or at ThinkGeek, you'll be able to buy cool stuff and use geek points to get free stuff. What is better than that? Uh, not much. Nothing. As a matter of fact, I've got my Sodium 16 Batman t-shirt. It's on the way. 
You know what happens when that purchase happened? I earn geek points. I can get free stuff now. Free stuff. Buy stuff. Free stuff. And it's too bad we're going on so late because today is their birthday. If you did a purchase of $30 or more, you could have gotten a free beer birthday t-shirt. Oh, well. Well, it's not too late. Nope. If you're listening to us live, cash in on it now. Smodcast.com forward slash netheads. Click the Think Geek banner and buy some cool things. Why? Because the Think Geek, they have, what do they have? It's stuff. Stuff. For smart masses. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, Ah, they do. They sure do. Now let's close the the ads. Because I don't need my first bacon talking plush. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate it when they. I hate it when they. What is the term? Andromorph. What is the word for when they an- make an- anthromorph. Anthromorph. I don't Come like on. it when they make food into people like things. <laughs> you know, like especially there's like some uh, like cream of wheat or not cream of wheat, but like frosted cereal where it keeps sh- or cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch or something where they're showing pieces of cereal eating other pieces of cereal. That's that's cannibalistic, right? Exactly. It's demented and sad. <laughs> or how about those Chips Ahoy cookie commercials from a few years ago where you the, you see these happy chocolate oh, chips just yes. like driving around or running on a treadmill and some big hand comes and eats them. <laughs> that's right. Well, and the ones that always kind of freak me out are the uh, the the M&M commercials. Oh, yeah. The talking M&Ms. Yeah. And, and, and they're always talking about how someone's going to take a bite out of them at any second. It's messed up, isn't it? It's kind of messed up. Stop giving our food faces. It's horrible. <laughs> I, if I, if I wanted to eat a cow, I would go into the field. I, I just want to see the ribeye. There you go. I don't blame you. I could sit. Look, if I wanted, I could, if I wanted to find out the quality of a cow i could stick my head up a cow's ass but i'd rather take the butcher's word for it anyway amy kins welcome how are you i am just wonderful guys how are you oh in case you haven't noticed we're giddy with fun here awesome we are awesome I'm sticking your heads up cow's asses for quality so somebody's yeah. got to it's better than yeah. getting a bobcat stuck how else are you gonna know how else are you gonna know i'm not gonna know i don't know i can't drive a bobcat what what's on your mind amy kins well, I actually called you guys to, and, and I'm kind of tagging along to an earlier call. I have discovered over the past week or two, Lego Batman 2. Oh, oh the second got one. It. Now, the second one is the one where the characters actually speak in real voices, right? Yes, they do actually speak in real voices. It's so much fun. Instead of There's all actually the- a storyline that you can follow. Nice. Now, what's what's the t- it's Lego Batman two and then something. What's the rest of the title? It's called Lego Batman two DC superheroes. I am reading so the it, box because it focuses on a lot of the characters, not just Batman and Robin, right? Correct. So far, I can play as Batman and Robin and Superman. Nice. Okay. Who else do you need? Well, at that point, I don't know. Apparently, the Green Lantern and Wonder Woman will show up at some point. What about oh? Aquaman? He never gets enough love. Well, it's, I mean, that's I, only for yeah, the water. I, I don't think he's he's getting any any love in this game either. Bastards! <laughs> he only gets love from the puffer fish. No, how did you do that, dirty, oh, dirty gosh. man? But yes, we're doing most <laughs> of the fighting against both Lex Luthor and the Joker. Gosh, oh, darn okay. it! Well, as long as the Joker's involved, I'm down with that. Which, by the way, was one of the shocking ends of the Batman Arkham uh, City. Won't go into that more, but it involves a joker. Uh, you know, Amy, I, I, it's been a frequent topic here between you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, uh, the, the show Falling Skies. I hate to yes, admit sir. this. Uh oh. I hate to admit this, even though I'm, I'm like two episodes behind right now, I think. Oh, you are. I'm caught up. But the show is actually up until the point where I got to, it was getting better. It is getting better. 
They're giving uh, they're giving it at least a little more dynamic. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's getting better. So now tell Just me like Dan Savage said it would. Uh, who? <laughs> He's the guy that started the it gets, it gets better campaign. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh <laughs> Uh, the last one I saw was the was the the end of the two parter where with you know the the girl being you know double agent and you know uh, they end up shooting an alien to get their way out of trouble, which okay. I didn't quite buy in, but at least it was a little more tense and gritty. Yeah, well, I won't give too much away. Yeah, but then it starts sucking again. No, no, no. Okay. Um, as of last night, they've made it to Charleston, and it's all gone to hell. Mm, sort of. Yeah, it turns out, let me guess, Charleston is the safe zone that they were wanting everybody to go to, and the, the aliens talked about at the beginning, isn't it? No, no, oh, okay. it's a different, it's a different, it's a different kind of spin, and um, when they get to Charleston is when Terry O'Quinn shows up. Aha! The guy from Lost, see, that really did happen, America wasn't wrong. Not only does Terry O'Quinn show, show up, but, this is a very interesting tidbit, one of the... Because they're starting to come up with their own government and their own military and everything else in Charleston. Uh-huh. One of the military, I don't know whether he's a general or a whatever he is, but he's a big guy in charge. Yeah. Is played by one Matt Frewer. <laughs> in Max Headroom. Nice. Which made me giggle just a little bit. Also played Trash Can Man in The Stand. Oh, yes. Yeah, he did. Uh, what else was he in? No, never mind. I don't know. For anyway. you, my lord. That's oh. right. Yeah. Well, that's good yeah. to hear. So, it, so would you say it is still getting a little bit? It's just more tolerable, right? I think that's the it, best it, way to classify it. It is more tolerable. There's a lot, a lot more going on. There's, there's not just okay. Who are we gonna fight this week? Yeah. Well, I think the first season really got bogged down by the whole "I need to get my son back" crap. Uh. So you know that getting away from that was good. And, you know, they, them throwing in the whole, you know, Skitter Rebellion thing. Unfortunately, I predicted it, but it was nice to hear. So, oh, well, sorry, spoilers. Whatever. <laughs> and, and what gets interesting is that the, the military, it, the, the things that the second mass wants to, uh, wants to do from a military standpoint yeah. come up against what the folks in Charleston actually want to do. And that's the big conflict. This almost there. sounds like an issue issue of the comic book, The Walking Dead. <laughs> right? Rick, Rick Grimes comes rolling into situation. Everything seems nice, oh. but suddenly they don't want to do what he wants to do, and it all goes to hell. Like in episode 100. Oh, geez, don't bring it up. Seriously. <laughs> uh, again. Oh, my visions. Gosh. Oh, you finally read it? Oh. Or did you find out what happened? Well, I read it. And, oh, and, uh, oh God. Yeah. Yes. Seriously, I, at that at that point, I'm sorry, uh, Amy. Thank you for your call. We're we're obviously going off on a tangent, but uh, have yourself a great week. All right. Thanks, you guys too. Thank you. Take uh, care. I think I've said it on the show before. Uh, the imagery, the graphic imagery in episode 100, issue 100 of the Walking yeah. Dead comic book, yeah. was too extreme for me. So much so, I'm not sure I'm going to bother reading the story anymore because it was just un necessary and well, un- it's- <sighs> Trent it's seriously it is an image it was an image in a comic book okay black and white my black and white too and it was it was an image so disturbing I couldn't you know it was that kind of thing where you close your eyes at night and you're trying to go to sleep and it just pops into your head yeah even now having to talk about it it I, I just I don't know now what's your take without giving away what's your take on it 
my, you know, the, the, the graphicness didn't affect me as much as it did, um, oh gosh, I'm trying, I'm trying to say this without giving it away. Uh, the characters that affected, let me put it that way. You know what I mean? And granted, we've always known no character is safe. Well, um, and, and you also have to admit that it was pretty, um, anthropomorphized. Anthropomorph, <laughs> it's still not a word I can read. <laughs> it was Damn turned it. into a human? Yeah. Anyway, um, it, <sighs> forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> The characters it was affected, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It was just so n- unnecessary. But oh, now I know what I'm saying. It was very, it was almost broadcast I- across the two issues. You kind of. Oh, right. Yeah. The yeah. right. It was, there was too much setup to make it, you know, like, oh, well, we're but going at least in, for me the whole time thinking, no, there's no way. No. Well, but the minute that situation happened, you're like, yeah. oh, crap. This is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And yep. it's just, oh. It, it just such a damn shame. Yeah. But, you know, that kind of thing, too, it, it was a, it, with the events the way they were rolling, either Rick Grimes was going to come up ahead or he was going to get put in check. It was going to be one or the other. Right. And, you know, it's just it's a sad thing that this is what life has become in this world that they've established. And, you know, the other sad thing, too, about the Walking Dead comic book is it, it really is. This is what's transpiring is very reminiscent of the governor storyline. So it's kind of like it, this comic just kind of keeps coming back round and around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's just it, and it and it will continue to happen because there it's the Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, it, but still, it, there there was just so much it, that that really disturbed me. It really yeah. did, and and we don't get. Actually, I think did issue uh, one hundred and one. Does that come out this week? I think it comes out. Yeah, this week. Yeah, I think it does. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to check it out because. You know, this thing happened, and then there's the town that they're from. Uh, what's going to happen there? Because that was kind of set up, too. But, you know, I kind of think that, without giving anything away, I kind of think that based on what happened in 100, what we're thinking might happen in 101 might not happen. Really? Well, because if you think about it, they're, somebody's about to take one action, but that would seem contradictory to the orders of another person, if you follow me. Okay. See what sure. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, if you're, if you plan on getting beef from a beef farm, you don't kill the cattle. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, in, in, unless you want the beef. Well, okay. Let me try and, <laughs> let me try another analogy. All right. <laughs> if you want to get ice cream, you don't take out the freezers. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That is a little bit better. I think. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Walking Dead 100. That's still it. It haunts me. I'm I'm still undecided. I mean, I may give 101 a chance, but unless it it, it, in my book, in my mind, the book has a lot of redeeming to do with me now. And it wasn't because of what happened or who was affected. It was just the entire aspect of it. I just it sucked. I mean, I just I didn't feel it was really good storytelling. I really did. Maybe it'll bounce back. I hope so. Because, you know, really, it's I got to admit, it's been kind of flat for a little while now. It really has. Yeah. It's, well, it's just been, it's just been grim. Yeah. Well, but you know, what are you going to do in that kind of world? Yeah. Uh, but still, and again, this whole thing with just how long is a zombie a real threat? I mean, they've gone through a few seasons and they're getting harder and harder to move. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. You know, as the series progresses, I think just eventually you, you really would 
you know, have a, not so much a gigantic zombie threat anymore. And just, you know, well, I think they've kind of established that in the comic for a while now, that the greatest threat isn't the zombies, but it's man but himself. But other humans, sure, yeah. yeah. Man himself, so what are you going to do? I don't know. But I'll tell you what I am going to do. One something that uh, somebody else already brought up and something that I am really looking forward to, and you can tell that the BBC and their bass backwards way are gearing up for it. They're gearing up. <laughs> For the return of Doctor Who. Yes, they, they keep are. saying this fall. Now, you know, most places will say, you know, coming September 8th on BBC America, the return of the Doctor. But no, they're not doing that. They're just giving us teasers. They're giving us specials on the weekends and yep. they're telling us this fall. So in their own way, they're kind of doing a bass, a bass backwards way of doing it. They're kind of building up our anticipation and then I think they're just going to spring it on us. Unless they plan on releasing it near the end of fall, at which point then they're trying to satisfy us while they string us along. What do you, you what, know, what's your take? I, I think I saw, maybe it was IMDb, I don't remember, August 29th or something like that. I really don't think they're going to do it around Labor Day weekend. I, I don't know. Is that the it, one but, that's but, coming but that, up? The, yeah, it's because it was that's Memorial an American Day. American holiday though. Good point. Good point. But you'll notice whenever the holidays had been happening, like 4th of July weekend, yeah. Uh, no, not 4th of July weekend. Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, during both series runs, they skipped running a new episode here in the States for that. Oh. So, you know. But it did air overseas, so I don't know. I don't know when it's yeah. going to come, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, gosh, who wouldn't be? I don't know, man. And I want to know who's already seen the season premiere because I know some people you are. Know, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's out there. I'm sure it is. Oh, but uh, they they and especially so much awesomeness in the trailers we've seen so far. So much. I can't wait. I really can't. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, that's Man, not true. I'm gonna wait, and I have to wait. But whatever. you don't have a choice. But I'll I'll tell you, uh, losing Amy Pond is a lot like losing an appendage of mine. <laughs> I think it's going to give an appendage of yours a break, is what I think. <laughs> I don't, we don't know. I don't know. It, it, you know, who knows what could happen? But it's, I'm sad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't blame you though. But you know what? She's a married woman, Trent. So really, come on, get yourself together. Yeah, well, just a Rory though. Oh, don't say that, Rory. He's the man that dies time and time again. And, and, like, I wouldn't do that for her? Uh, you probably would. Oh, hell yes, I would. <laughs> like you stand a chance. But then again, <laughs> you know, I don't know, though. I think I think Karen Gillan, the actress that plays Amy Pond, she may be your kind of gal, Trent. I mean, she oh, may be a partier. She may be a drinker. There was a story about her uh, basically drunk in the hallways of a hotel room naked. Yes, having I did to be hear that. escorted back into a room. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but well, I I know there were no pictures. <laughs> oh, I see. You've already explored and tried to hunt that down, have you? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. <laughs> I get. It. I understand. Uh, I'm really looking forward to. Now I know that this year is supposed to um, be non-episodic, um, yeah, you know, or it's going to be single episodes. Yeah, one one to one to one. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know what that means. I mean, like, you know, here we are. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you go to whatculture.com, they have an article where uh, we're on the cusp of Series 7, and Matt Smith is talking about Series 8. Yeah. You know? The bastard. Talking to the son, Smith said the head writer and current show mastermind, Stephen Moffat, has already begun talking ideas for the next series. 
His first well, episode, smart, his episode, first episode sounds great. The actor said, it hasn't been written yet, but the idea is as brilliant and as mental as you'd expect from Steven. He said it's going to be very emotional. It's going to be an emotional season. So I don't know, man. I don't know what we're in for. And, you know, I got to admit, I'm really not looking forward to the end of the Moffat era because I, I really enjoy these episodes more. I know, I know a lot of you love your David Tennant. I respect that. I still would you have mean really. You're the Smith era. Yeah. No, no. I mean yeah. the Moffat area, the really the Moffat run area. Because if you think about those episodes where Tennant was being written by Stephen Moffat, they were oh, stellar. Right, right, right. Even though one of them he was in very little, they were still really great. I would have loved to have seen Moffat in charge of the series that Tennant was on. And I would have loved to have seen how that played. Yeah, you know, RTD, you know, he he was pivotal in bringing it back, and I respect that. But, you know, I... Well, and and, and look at the success he's had over on um, Torchwood. Oh, yeah, great success. Came over to... (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, in case you haven't guessed, I'm pretty sure Torchwood is dead, but... (laughs) Okay. But still, did you see the Children of Earth special today? That it was a special, that was a genius in marketing. They, they, there were the two seasons of Torchwood. Okay. And, and then they had a one week special. And I think, I'm not sure if it was an hour or an hour and a half a night, but it was the Children of Earth storyline. And so what they did was that was broadcast across an entire week on BBC, one episode a night. And, uh, it was a really interesting, good, emotional, and, uh, uh once again, disturbing story to say the least when yeah when it comes to the end it just kicks you in the gut you're like oh my gosh so uh and and in some ways when uh, torchwood came back for miracle day here on stars in the united states and eventually right. aired in the uk as well i i was uh the story got boring in several points and you know at the end of children of earth uh, jack's like i gotta go away for a while you know just it's gotten too real i gotta bounce <laughs> And they never explain anything about him coming back or where he went, which for me, I found he was just like, hey, I'm here. Well, that's a little convenient. Welcome but back, that's Jack. that's what he does, you know? That and a lot of... Guys. He does a lot of girls. guys. It doesn't matter. Hey, he's not, he's not uh, picky. No, he's, he's, not, he's not bound by conventional gender norms. No, he's not. But you know what? Enough nerd talk. We've talked and we started off the show with heavy machinery. We should leave it with that, too. Trent. Yes. One of the reasons uh, why your Zeros and Heroes podcast wasn't on, because you went to the Mecca, as it were, of the Harley-Davidson yeah. community. Where is it? What was it? Tell us about it. I uh, I popped my Sturgis motorcycle rally in South Dakota. Cherry. <laughs> I was wondering where that... I popped my, and then there's like this long sentence <laughs> in the middle. I forgot if I said cherry or not, so I had to throw it in at the end. Very good. <laughs> so now no, what now what what is this explain it to the layman so so essentially i i think the the easiest way i could sum it up is it's like uh it's like a cross between burning man and mardi gras uh-huh and uh, just basically this small town in south dakota just all the normal things shut down like like and, and so you've got you know hardware stores that have now been transformed into makeshift bars Oh my gosh. Uh, with, 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 you know, with, with the, the, the upper level is now a strip club, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a good time. <laughs> so you're saying you had fun? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> now, but you didn't, uh, you didn't get, uh, let's see now. Um, if you're wondering if I brought anything home with me. <clears throat> no, you didn't get turgid and sturgis is what I guess I'm going with here. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. However, I did, I did learn, Will, that in a wet t-shirt contest, you score really high. <laughs> well, no, I, I did offer, but my, my moves weren't acceptable. God uh, damn it, it takes, it takes skin to win. Skin to win, meaning specifically. <laughs> Meaning by the end of the wet t-shirt contest, there were no longer t-shirts. Oh, I see. Sans, okay. Well, that's nice. Let's just, you know what though? Let's face it. Most of the people entered were quote unquote biker old ladies, right? Yeah. So, there, there were a couple of ringers, I think, in the wet t-shirt let's, contest. Let's that, not that say anything high. because you know what? This could be a cultural thing. This is a lifestyle yeah, choice. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. I, who, who am I to judge that? No, I'm not. I won't, I but, won't judge it. Boobs are awesome. Well. A minor fantastic. <laughs> so, so you had a great time. And how long was the trip? How long did yeah, it take? How long we, was it? We left on Sunday and came back on Friday night. Wow. That was, a, yeah. Yeah. But we, you know we, what? We, That's I, good, Trent, because in the, in the three years, three years I've known you now, three. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Three? Four. Four? 2010. Okay. That would be three. three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the first real vacation I can know that you've had. This, yeah, this is the first time I've actually like taken an extended amount of time and actually left my house for multiple days. Yeah. Well, that sounds yeah. healthy. And then getting the open road on your motorcycle. I bet you that was really a uh, mind clearing for you. It, uh, it cleared a lot of things. Well, oh, I bet. Especially, <laughs> but did you share a hotel room with people? Yeah. I, I, I went with my bowling team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have balls to ride with Trent. <laughs> True. Uh, we're just a bunch of pin pals out there on the road. Big shiny balls <laughs> with three holes. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad, well, that's a bowling ball does have three yeah, holes. Sure am I right or am I right? <laughs> there are three input, no matter which way you spin it. It's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three in there. Oh, um, <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear you had a good time. Cause seriously, I, I mean, you know, you've been on recruiting trips. Uh, you, but you know, your summers, you, in the past, I've known you haven't had downtime. You've been doing classes. You've been yep. doing projects. Yep. So this is like your real first vacation, which, you know, I think you needed. Uh, and God knows I do too. I haven't really, I've taken a few staycations, but mostly because I hate traveling. But, well, and I think the, the last vacation you went on to was probably a Lake Tahoe, right? Oh, the summer one last year. Yeah. yeah that would check. And, and you were doing a lot of work there as far as like, you know, maintenance and stuff. Uh, was I? The, the, the dryer. Oh yeah. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> Whatever. Haul this here, put that there, done. No big deal. Well, yeah, I'm, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, uh, it was good. I look, for, I look forward to doing it again sometime. You know, just sometime? You don't think it'll become an annual thing? Cause you know, I, I, I didn't, I don't wanna... <laughs> go ahead. I don't want to ruin the, ruin it. You know what I mean? Uh, too much of a good thing? Yeah, maybe. Like maybe you shouldn't do Burning Man every year, kind of. Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. Yeah, that's how you get burned out real fast. You gotta have off years. Like, that's oh, right. you know what? Maybe that's your thing. Maybe you'll do the even years. Yeah, like the Star like Trek that. movies, they'll always be the best ones, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. See, I got, I got a plan here, man. I got, a, I got an agenda. I got a thing. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Why not, Trent? You're supposed to read my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I just have too much going through my mind at once, and I'm, it, it always happens. Like I can't read the tweets. Well, they uh, they come in quickly. They I love do. the Twitter though. Uh, you guys should, oh wow, look at this, uh, Kev Kev2025 says, uh, you guys should totally start broadcasting on Mondays. I don't know, that's, I, seriously, that's something to consider, I think. Yeah. 
I really do because uh, even though we got some fierce Smodcast competition on those days, because yeah. usually yeah. you've got the uh, you got the Smodcast happening, you got the HBO, yeah, and you know Fat Man on Batman's coming soon. God, I can't wait for that. So soon, Kevin Conroy, because I love his Batman voice. Seriously, Dude, when I when I read Batman, that's who I hear in my head. Yeah, you know what? Me too. And it's funny too, considering that's the, uh, that voice as Batman didn't come around until the early, no, the late nineties. 92. Yeah. Early nineties, like I said. 92. Yeah. Early nineties. So, but in yet, and I really think that cartoon really did a lot to help define the character and open oh, it up for absolutely. people. Absolutely. Like, let's put it this way. Um, in my opinion, uh, Tim Burton's Batman was a necessary evil. Yeah, uh, both of them were pretty good. You know, they were yeah, okay. They, they were. They weren't strong stories. You know, God knows what everything devolved into after that was absolutely horrid. Oh, right. But but you know they were necessary, and in some ways the cartoon first took its its cues, if you will, from the movies. But yeah. then it went in its own direction, and it helped, I think, make. Like I don't think Chris Nolan's Batman would have been ready for this generation if it hadn't no. been for the cartoon. Exactly. Well, you you look at the progression. I think, uh, you know, Frank Miller's run or on on uh, uh, the Dark Knight Returns was was kind of like what what brought Batman back into people's minds, and this, the yeah. cartoon was what really brought it up even farther out of the realm of just comic book readers. Oh my God! Speaking of which, have you seen the trailer for the Dark Knight Returns Volume One? The, no. Oh, direct to video movie. Bruce Tim worked on it. Oh yeah. And guess who is the voice of older Batman? Oh gosh, uh, Peter Weller, RoboCop. Shut up! I kid you not. And as a matter of fact, um, uh, I think it, it was a uh, during the Comic Con interview of Bruce Tim uh, by Kevin Smith on Fat uh -huh. Man on Batman that he said when he saw Peter Weller in RoboCop. Like for him, he already saw at that time, Batman. you know, that same character as the Dark Knight Returns Batman. So it's right, kind of yeah. like after all those years, it's come to fruition. But yeah, and, and the, what they've done creatively with the art, I think is a really good job of, of, <laughs> somebody says F. Tim Burton. That's nice. Um, <laughs> uh, does a really good job of, of kind of honoring the art and the style of of the of the dark knight returns comic you know i hope so i hope that's the case yeah it does a really good job even though i admit in the trailer it's got this one you know like corny moment where it shows him jumping and then the lightning flashes and he's against the moon and it's uh, that it's that yeah. you know it's that image that we've all seen from well, the from the hardcover right yeah exactly and maybe that's that may not even be in the film okay you never know it's just throw away just throw yeah. away to tease us well, and, and, and I think it's great, especially when you look at like, um, what Fox is doing with, with the, the new Wolverine. That's, it's, it's going to be a standalone story of the, uh, Frank Miller, um, Darabont story of, uh, of Wolverine in, in Japan. You know, thank goodness for, um, Frank Miller. Seriously. I, I agree. Cause he really, he helped redefine the character and, and really, I mean, cause he's the first one that, that introduced us to, you know, this, this kind of almost uh, psychotic Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Well, he's the first one to really address the fact, you know, this guy's got some, he's got some dark issues. Yeah. Oh my, the, the dude dresses in tights and wears a mask and hangs out underneath his house. Yeah. That's, that's a, not normal. No, that's not. 
No. I try to do it and people, you know, run from me. Yeah. Well, you know, that's because other things go on under the house. <laughs> uh, Kev, Kev, our good friend, Kev, Kev, 2525, uh, 2025. He says, I've been rewatching Batman anime series lately. Boy, I'm talking too fast. Uh, it never gets old. I oh agree, but what does get old, unless it's airing on something else other than is it Kaboom that I'm watching it on? Taping uh, it off the, of? the hub, the hub. The hub. Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying kaboom. Well, kaboom is is the the action programming. Okay, um, In three hours they have of action programming. It really seems that they just keep recycling a lot of the same ones. I'm wondering if there's only a certain amount of the catalog they have access to. I, you know, I don't think so because. And, and like I said, uh, you know, uh, a couple episodes ago, my DVR is programmed to only pick up the first runs, not the reruns. Uh huh. Um, from whenever I said it. So, and you're, I, so you're saying your DVR has the runs? <laughs> it diarrheaed in the tub. It's got a little case of the squirts. <laughs> but, but it, I've seen things from, uh, you know, 92, the, the first season it ran and at the very end, like when they introduced, uh, Bane into the canon. Yeah. And that, that was at the very end, like the very last year. So I, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Because like one of yeah. the ones that, uh, if you listen to the Paul Zini interview on Fatman on Batman, boy, I'm just, why don't I just, Hey, it's Bat- Fatman on Batman pushing netheads. That's what we are. <laughs> We're going to suck Paul Zini's dick today. Pretty much. But if you, you are <laughs> show would. title. We're going to suck. <laughs> anyway. Um, when you, uh, when that was out, like, one of the things, if you followed the Twitter exchange was, uh, Kevin sent, telling Paul Dini to rewatch Over the Edge. You know, it's like a prerequisite. And yeah. so, you know, I hunted it out and I saw it and I haven't seen that one air because I'd love to watch it on my freaking television. Cause right. it was such a great storyline. You know, it's kind of, you're, you come into it and you're like, wait a minute, did I miss something? Why is Commissioner Gordon shooting at Batman? Why is he in the oh, Batcave? Right, yeah, Why is he yeah, calling and- him Bruce Wayne? What the hell is going on here? Yeah. And and I only I remember catching that one on the first run because uh, that was like near the very end when they combined Batman and Superman on Saturday mornings. Yes. On uh what was Fox. it? On the WB or Fox? One I think or the it was other. Fox. Yeah, cuz that was the that was the kind of the reboot they did for the uh New Adventures of Superman. Yeah. And then shortly after that, that's when they're like, ah, we're going to go with Batman 2025 or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. The, um, Batman, Batman Beyond. Beyond, which I actually enjoyed though. Yeah, I really it's, did. It's good. And it, they helped bring us that, the return of the Joker direct home video, well, and you, which and I'm a little bummed about Danny running it because they dialed that one back. Yeah. They cut, they ended up having to cut some of the violence on it. I don't know if you remember that scandal. The, the, I don't the actually. release of the home video got delayed because. They had to cut it back. They, but I thought if you released it to home video, you could have a little bit more. Violence. Well, I think they were a little uncomfortable with that at that point. I mean, things have obviously changed with their direct to home videos that they've been doing now. Okay. Um, and so I think the thinking has changed. And I swear that that direct to home video market, they're just coming out with some incredible oh, stuff. It's printing money. It's so good. Yeah, I know. They're just, and it's it's so nice that they realize it, though. That's the thing. I oh, like. yeah. You know, like, hey, wait a minute. This is money, baby. Money. And, and that's, that's one place that, that is one of the definite places that Marvel has, has lagged behind. I mean, they've put out some, some fairly good direct to, uh, to video films, but nothing like what, what uh, Warner Brothers and DC has done. Well, they're doing, see, that's the thing. It, it, it's amazing how much they don't get right. Right. And, and but other in things this that sense, just knock out of the park. They're like, let's directly adapt. Real stories that have happened. Yeah. Let's, let's take the popular runs and do it. I mean, you know, the death of Superman wasn't so good, but 
you right. know, at least it had Kevin Smith's voice in it. <laughs> Go give it that. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, those things, they're, they're just so much fun. Like there was one that I was watching. It was, I can't remember which one it was, but it was, it was dealing with like, uh, parallel universe Batman versus Batman. And you know what I'm talking about? Or was it Justice League one? I'm not sure. I don't know. And like, I think, like, not, not bizarro. No, 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 no. No. It was the kind of thing where it, basically it got into traversing universes. And one of the uh, Batman may have been the owl. God, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But anyway, he, you know, he was just, he, he was, there was so oh, much diversity. He yeah, said the yeah, only yeah. eventuality is to kill everything. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the anti Batman is like Owlman or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, were, even that was a great story. Yeah. Are, are bats and owls mortal enemies? Is that something I've been missing all these years, by the you know, way? If, if you haven't read the, 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 the Batman Court of Owls, 52 Court of Owls that, uh, Scott Snyder did, you're missing out because that has really redefined Batman again. And some of the canon. Yeah. In a good way, though. It, it, like I, I, I have loved every, everything they've done with it. Oh man. Yeah. You know, I, I admit I went on the Wikipedia and I read some of the summary stuff on it and, and it's, it's, you, I like what they did. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, Oh my gosh, wait a minute. So, mm-hmm. so many people <laughs> were groomed for so many roles. Yes. What? Yep. What is going on? I know it's, it's, it is, it is so good. And it's great because, you know, who knows, you know, a couple of years down the road, we, we can see them come back. They left, they left an open, uh, an open end. There you are. Well, what else so. are you going to do? You'd never, never kill a good thing unless you're trying to sell comic books. <laughs> and then you can just bring them back. Hey, by the way, speaking of which, has a uh, Johnny Storm come back yet? It's been oh, a yeah. little while. Yep. He when did, when he did that back. happen? Uh, it was about a year. He was gone for about uh, a little over a year and then he came back. And how did they bring him back? Well, uh, they, they thought he was dead because they had closed off the, the, the door was broken into, uh, the, the negative zone. Right. And they, they thought he was going to be killed, but they actually just, uh, took him prisoner and he eventually escaped. Well, and son it, and of a gun. Leading a resistance there for, for, uh, it, it, the time's different in the negative zone than it is on Earth. Oh, is he a lot older now? Yeah, a couple years older. <laughs> One year there, five year, whatever. Five, yeah. Oh, but man. yeah, he's, he's back and, and, uh, oh, actually, which, which brings up, uh, Marvel is, is going to be doing a reset, um, not necessarily on canon, but on, um, issue numbers. Yeah. D- didn't they already do that once? Uh, they they did for a lot of the X titles for X Men. Well, after. and they also did it to Spider Man, and then they ended up going back. So it, right, like they got to a certain issue, and then they restarted the numbering, and they yep. they ran number ones of everything. Yep. And then next thing you know, they're like, "Ah, eh, this isn't working so much," and now they're back up to the high numbers. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it, it it's yeah. So we'll see what happens. This is the first time they've ever done it with the uh, Fantastic Four, though. Okay. So it's co- coming off of you know almost seven issue seven hundred. Okay. So, eh, whatever. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they might have an idea. They're making it up as they go. Well, Trent, I don't know about you. I think the horse is screaming enough beaten. already. Yeah. The horse has been beaten. In fact, I'm reading a tweet right now that says, dude, wrap it up. Kid needs to go to bed. School tomorrow. Oh, there you go. End of story. <laughs> so maybe if we do this, we'll have to start at 645. I don't uh, know. Like an off broadcast time. But I don't know. This Monday night feels good. It is. Uh, it just it just feels right, Will. It's a good decompression after a Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you hey, know? I do know what you mean. I appreciate that you do, Trent. I really do. Nom, 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 nom. I don't understand what that means. Now I'm scared. 
Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Uh, uh, thank you for taking part in the program. If you want to follow Trent, you can. He's a uh, we at uh, oh uh, he's a part of him at uh, on Twitter. I am Nethead WW. The show is Netheads on air, and you've been listening to another edition of Netheads on Smodco Internet Radio. Smodcast.com. Are you sure? Ah, last time I checked. It's nice to hear. Netheads. Netheads. File transfer. Netheads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Seven days a week, Smodco Internet Television pumps out new content like a porn star. On Mondays, Comic Head pummels you with profanity-laden comic book reviews. Tuesdays, Smarchive takes you into the Wayback Machine with great moments in Smystery. Wednesday, Jay flexes his journalistic prowess with Muse News. Thursday, things get animated with the Smodco Cartoon Show. Friday, Kevin and Jen bring you this morning show and tell straight from their living room. Saturday, relive a hilarious clip from Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. And Sunday, Kevin Ralph goes Holly Weird on Bit O Babble. Smodco Internet Television. Bookmark us, bitch. YouTube.com slash CSmod.